0: Hi and welcome to today's episode of the Profit Productivity Podcast. It's your host Michael Tipper. Who else would it be? Now today's episode is called Already I Can Feel the Productivity Ramping Up. So after yesterday, uh, yesterday's episode I had an evening and I started thinking about the things that happened after I'd finished recording. So my plan on a daily basis is to start processing this podcast around about six o'clock in the evening. And then straight afterwards, around about half six, because I'm hoping it'll take just 30 minutes, about half six is then just debrief and retask my virtual assistant. That's the plan. But I didn't finish my podcast until seven. Um, And then rather than just focusing on doing the debrief to my VA, I had something to eat and then by the time I got through um, finishing my feedback, it was nearly nine o'clock. So I was pondering on whether my training, and I talked about this idea of me training to become even better, would get me to finish my activities by seven o'clock today. Um, And that Anything that I do after seven o'clock is going to be called discretionary effort because there are lots of things I need to do. And I mentioned before that I was focusing on getting as much done as I possibly can in the available time to me. When I finish all my daily activities, then what I do in the evening is discretionary effort. Um, so I've mentioned this morning in a note to myself is perhaps my goal should be to get my feedback and the briefing done by seven o'clock. It's now so I've got 37 minutes to finish this recording, get it up online, and then give the feedback to my VA. I think I could possibly do that, but let's see how that goes on. Now, one of the things that I have spotted in myself, which is a challenge, is that overthinking is a real bad habit of mine. Rumination is a problem for me. So last night I went to bed at 10ish, so I had a relatively early night, and my alarm is normally set for 5.20, and so that gives me seven, seven seven-a-bit hours sleep, which is a good amount, I think. Uh, I used to go to bed at 11, that wasn't very healthy, I was only getting six hours, so I've just gone to bed a little bit earlier, and I feel much better. And what I'm finding is sometimes I wake up before the alarm. Now, the alarm is always set at 5.20, and this morning I woke up at 4.40, And I I looked at the clock I thought, oh, I could go back to sleep. I tried to go back to sleep and I didn't. So I started thinking and pondering. But then a thought suddenly occurred to me. So I'm wide awake. I can't get back to sleep. So if I got up now, I've got an extra 40 minutes that I could use for all sorts of stuff. But I didn't. I just started pondering. Now, when that pondering is positive and supportive, then that's a good thing but there have been times in my life when that pondering is negative and unsupportive and that's a bad thing. So I thought about a whole lot of stuff. A few ideas came to mind, some of which I've already mentioned. And I eventually got out of bed at 5.08. So I sort of played around for like 28 minutes and just thought. And I wonder, is that a good thing or not? I don't know. But I do know I spend a lot of time thinking about stuff when really I should be actually doing it. So I've got to get out of that habit. So then I cracked on with my normal routine and got into work. Now, one of the things that I always recommend is is shutting out potential distractions, getting rid of them. And so after I had my morning check-in with my VA, I decided to close the Gmail tab on my browsers. And it's true what they say, out of sight, out of mind. Because once I had that... Uh, a way I could then focus on what my main thing was for this morning but I had another experience of being torn again because midway through the morning uh, my beautiful partner rang me and I love it a bit so I really enjoy our conversation but I was right in the middle of an important task and I, the phone was going I could see that it was her and said, should I take the call or not uh, what should I do so I was in this quandary and so before it rang off I thought right I accept the call and accept the hit on my focus so I used the opportunity to make a cup of tea we had a quick chat just a quick catch up and then the call ended and I went back to work so but it interrupted my focus it got me out of the flow um, now I use the excuse of making a coffee but it wasn't time for a break I say coffee I don't drink coffee a green tea um, and I use it as an excuse for a mini break but I shouldn't really take the call or should I I don't really know because there's this important thing about keeping and developing and helping the, the nurture the relationship with my partner. But there's also this thing about me wanting to stay focused so I can do my best work so I can spend more time with my partner. So I don't know where I am at with that. So uh, anyway, so there was that. Now, today I have adapted my normal daily routine. So one of the things I'm a big proponent of is the taking of breaks during the day. Now, for me, I have a goal of 10,000 steps every day. Normally, with my morning routine, I tend to get in about 1,300 steps without really trying through the exercise and just wandering around. Then around about 11, I normally go out into the garden, stroll around, and try to get to at least 3,000 steps by 11. But today, um, it's really, really wet. There's a lot of rain. So I experimented, and this morning I was writing a series of episodes of my new, soon-to-be-launched, second video series. And in between the segments of writing, when I'd written one episode, uh, or I'd written a couple of episodes, I was taking a short six-minute stroll up and down the hallway. Now, that did a number of things. It was taking me about 30 minutes or so to write each segment. And so every 30 minutes, I decided I'd go for a quick six-minute break. And that did a number of things. It gave me a whole other breaks. I hit my 3,000-step target for the morning segment, before 11 o'clock and I didn't have to take 15 minutes out to do it so it's like a sort of modified Pomodoro method which if you're not familiar with it it's basically work for around about 20 minutes take a five minute break repeat that four times and at the fourth break you take a longer break and just keep cycling that through the day so that really does work and I think the physical activity really helps because it gets me out of my head into my body gives me a physical activity it helps me reduce any stress around my shoulders Uh, if I've been sort of hunched over my laptop, although I do have a standing desk, so I should have a reasonably good posture. But I found that really worked. Now, the work I was doing this morning was writing uh, some book reviews for uh, this new book review series I'm going to be doing. And I did five reviews um, uh, based on books I've already read, so I know them reasonably well. And I just thought it was a useful reminder of some really great books. So the five books I'm starting with are Nine Things Successful People Do Differently by Heidi Grant Halverson, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey, The Checklist Manifesto by Atul Gawande, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, and Getting Things Done by David Allen. All five really great books. Now, the thing I like about all of them is that they all have valuable ideas and principles that will help you get more out of life, be more productive, because for me productivity is a route to a happier, more fulfilled, better life. That's why I'm so passionate about it. And it was interesting going through each of these books again to remind myself of the great value they provide. And the one that, well, they all jump out to me for a variety of reasons, but one that as I'm looking at the list now is The Checklist Manifesto by Atul Gawande. Really powerful book written by a surgeon who tracks the evolution of Checklist in the aviation industry for example and then explores and explains his story of introducing it into hospitals and surger- surgeries uh, and operating theatres a- around the world and the success he had with that. It's a fascinating book and really worth reading and strongly recommended it. and it's one of the ones I reviewed this morning. So I spent that time focusing on the one thing for me which was to complete the reviews on all those books and it's taken me took me two and a half hours to get the task done they are only short reviews uh, on books I've already read and it was all I focused on I didn't check any social media my email browser was shut down I wasn't drawn to doing anything else and because I was taking the breaks with the walking it really allowed me to break up that time so I could maintain my focus now I feel really good that I had the discipline to do that And uh, I found the, the complete isolation from any other distractions, apart from my partner's telephone call, actually quite liberating. It allowed me to focus and concentrate on the task in hand. And progress was made on a number of different levels. So I was really pleased at doing that. Now I teach this all the time and I routinely practice it, but I think it's always good to feel the benefit of these principles myself, to remind myself of why they work. And to keep applying them myself, and to keep telling people about them because they're really, really powerful. So um, there is a, uh, a part of me later on after, did that, after I did that, um, when when I finished my my main task, it was like uh, half eleven, quarter to twelve, and I really wanted to go in and check my email and to see what had come in, uh, or maybe go into LinkedIn and see what messages I'd got. But yesterday, when I set out my, my, my schedule, my routine for the day, it had me checking my emails at 1.30. And so I didn't do it. I didn't. I, I, I wait until 1.30 to do it. Now, part of me actually feels a little bit isolated from things, like I'm missing something out. But actually, there's another part of me that felt really quite liberated for the peace and the space it gave me to get on with stuff. So I picked a, the next thing on my list I got that sorted out I picked another thing on my list got that sorted out because I wasn't drawn away and again it's it's just common sense when I see it in action but sometimes if you don't feel like doing it you don't appreciate its benefit and just keeping the external world out so I can focus because my driving force is to do more important work in a more focused way more often and for longer and today I was able to create the environment and the space that allowed me to do that. Um, later on mid morning I had or mid middayish I had uh, another meeting and i 'm finding that my approach to meetings is becoming a habit automatically i printed off my template for the preparation for the meeting. I thought through it, got ready for it, got clear on what I wanted to get achieved, had the meeting, followed the rules, worked out what the outcome was, worked out what the purpose was, uh, decided how we 're going to m- move forward, had a really constructive conversation over something that we were at odds with in terms of the arrangement we had. And then straight afterwards, it was automatically into opening up Evernote, capturing the the, the notes, and then I started then working on the action that I took in the meeting. So that doesn't sound like much, but given the reluctance and resistance I've had to doing that in the past, that's a huge step forward for me. And I feel really good about applying myself in such a disciplined way. So a question I've been asking myself is, is my identity changing? And the reason why I ask this is because when I'm meditating in the morning, many ideas come to me. And this morning, a couple occurred to me. The first one was this thing about I know what I should be doing in terms of the productive behaviours. But in order to do that, I've actually got to shift my behaviours through the force of will and discipline application. Because logically, I know they'll be good for me. And I have aspirations for benefiting from those behaviours. Now, when I do that my identity starts to shift in that direction. Maybe kicking and screaming sometimes, but it starts to shift that way. But then what is starting to happen is later on when that shift is needed again, um, less willpower is needed because... I've already made tentative steps towards being that person. So it's like the neural pathways in my mind about the identi- of having the identity of someone who operates in a particular productive way have been already laid down, so it's actually easier to move in that direction. And there's another side to that as well in terms of the identity, as well as the neural pathways being laid down. This identity is this, this concept I have of myself. And the concept I have of myself is starting to change to someone who is more productive. And therefore, with that self-concept, I start to do the behaviours of being more productive. Now, another thought I had over uh, this morning that came to me uh, was this observation that my subconscious had been working overtime again. Now, yesterday I talked about how all hours are not made equal. And I talked about the story of the sales experience with the trading company and how that was triggered by Gavin's story about how leads are not all equal. And I thought that I was basically there with that story as an illustration. But then this morning, I was reminded about a TV uh, comedy show, Morecambe and Wise, in the 1970s, uh, if you're not familiar with them, fabulous comedians. Uh, you had a uh, the, the funny guy and the, the straight guy, and they were often sending up their guests, some really quite distinguished guests. And uh, a gentleman called Andre Previn, who in, the, in his day was one of the world's top uh, conductors and musicians, a uh, brilliant pianist, and he appeared on the show. And the the funny guy of Morecambe, Eric Morecambe, sat at a piano and was playing this music really quite badly. And Andre Previn says, You're playing the wrong notes. And the punchline was, He says, No, I'm playing the right notes, but not in the right order. And that reminded me of this concept of we are using our hours. If you're spending your early days, your early hours in the morning, using your time for small trivial tasks, then you're, 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 you might be playing the right notes, but you're playing them in the wrong order. Anyway, so that sort of occurred to me. i still got some work to do on that, and crafting that a little bit better, as you can probably hear. But it's just a really interesting reminder that... The subconscious can help us in the work that we do, and if we prime it and set it up properly, we can tap into greater levels of creativity as long as we allow it to. And finally, let me just leave you with a great productivity quote. I was thumbing through the brilliant one thing by Gary Keller, who also wrote it with Jay Papasan, um, because Jay's not often credited with that, but they did write it together. Uh, And the quote was this, extraordinary success is sequential and not simultaneous. And I thought that was just a really, really powerful explanation that you build up over a sequence of uh, little little building blocks, little steps, little steps. You can't try and do more than one thing at once because you dilute your focus. And multitasking means that when we switch between two different tasks, we waste time doing it. But it's just a really great reminder that actually it's one step at a time. It's a small step at a time. It's a small step at a time. And you do it in, in order rather than across a broad front. So there's a bit of stream of consciousness there. I've done as best I can to try and organize and sort those ideas. But today has been another day where my training has meant I have focused really well. I've um, t- on mainly shut out distractions, but I've recognized where those have snuck in and I've adapted what I've done today to meet the needs of my day. And today's just been a really good day. And I'm starting to become quite excited and almost quite addicted to the concept of getting better and better and better because that's the aim. So that's today's episode. Until tomorrow.